Thank you for downloading this week's Techno Beat podcast with your Techno Sure, Trent Bice. Thanks for everyone for liking and sharing on the SoundCloud, iTunes, and Facebook. We've now got the page up, which is the TB podcast. Um, or if you just search the TV podcast or Techno Beat in Facebook, you'll find the Facebook page, which has the links to all the pictures that we discuss in our episodes so far with Hands Down, Beck Grenfell, Gid Luba, and Brenton Chan. Before we get to today's superstar guest, I would like to congratulate the winners of our petting zoo competition. So big thanks to Gid Luba from Elite Image Events who provided us with tickets to the petting zoo, which is in the middle of December. Uh, the winners of that one are loyal listener Cade Birchall, a good friend of the pod Amber Kirk, and our good mate Cliff Groves. They all liked and shared the podcast. But our good mate Cliffy, we can thank him because he's actually said that he was already going to the event. So we've got one ticket up for grabs. It is going to go to the first person that goes to the Facebook page, finds the post of Gid Luba discussing that ticket giveaway and there's photos of Gid. First person to share that post wins a ticket to the petting zoo. So thanks again to Gid Luba for that one. And the other giveaway we've got is thanks to Brenton Chan and Alex Greco, which was in the episode four with Brenton Chan. Tickets to the Maritime event on December 8th down on the Docklands featuring Kyle Watson and Miguel Campbell. All you have to do is go to the Facebook page where once again, uh, there's a picture of Mr. Brenton Chan. All you have to do is like, comment, and tag at least one friend on that post. And the first couple of people to do that will win tickets to the Maritime event on December 8th. So thanks everyone for downloading and listening. Good luck uh, in the ticket competition. Thanks for getting it around the podcast. Here's our guest of the week. We'll get straight into it. No hints. Here's the introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, now introducing, making his way to the mic, a 6-2 power forward from Milton and Ula Dula High School, weighing 222 pounds, representing you, genius, Valiant Records and Thick as Thieves. Along with Tom Evans, he is one half of the current tag team champions of Melbourne Tech House. From the journey, please welcome Jacob Anton Malmo. Oh, so that's why you needed my measurements there. That is it. <laughs> very it good, is very good. a sunny day here in St Kilda. We have got Mr. Malmo. He's just rocked in on his pushy. Yep. He's rocking the bright red James Harden jersey. Uh, the, the Rockets one there. Uh, how was the ride in, mate? Did you have any tunes it in It was the good, actually. Or? I was just talking to Julian, Julian my sorry, um, and discussing how big St Kilda is as a suburb, really. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm on Fitzroy Street, which is technically St Kilda West. Right. And this is, what, St Kilda East. But Balaclava's in the middle, so... Yeah, I don't really, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't really get it. But, um, yeah, no, it's a nice nice to ride around. Um, you know, the, uh, the exercise is good. And when I do have to jump in a car, it reminds me why I don't drive anymore, because... Traffic is the only thing that stresses me out. Yes, um, it's, it's, it also stresses me, but it's a good time to learn new tunes. Yes, and, uh, reflect on the universe. Listen to these podcasts if you. If you. That's it. Um, do you have the headphones on while you're riding? I generally do, but I 
I they weren't in my bag today, which I wasn't okay. too happy about because. Tom, uh, who you just mentioned, actually sent me a new tune he was working on this morning. Yep. Um, and I would have liked to actually listen to that a couple of times on the way, but I couldn't. Okay. So That's all right. <laughs> I'll have to wait till I get well, home. Once that's ready, you might have to send it through to us so we can yeah. whack it up as a sneak peek at the end of sure. the show. Um, but I guess, first of all, Eugenius, mm-hmm. Valiant Records. Uh, just to quickly... Well, first of all, let's just say Jacob Malmo on Instagram, it is... Jacob Malmo Music, so J-A-C-O-B-M-A-L-M-O Music. A little squinty photo there. Yes, uh, <laughs> so follow him on Insta and also SoundCloud and also on The Journey. So if you want to get a look at the mug that we're talking to, that's the place to Google right now. Um, so you're self-complained touring agent, DJ, label owner and producer. Yep. Um, do you want to just quickly touch on your roles, I suppose, with... Uh, I guess with Eugenia Valiant and Tickers Thieves. Uh, yep. So basically, with Eugenius, um, yeah, Tom Tom uh, started Eugenius probably about six or seven years ago with a couple other guys uh, who are no longer involved in the industry as as much anyway. Yep. Um, and yeah, we were sort of starting to do a lot of music together, and he said, "Look, you know, this has sort of been stagnant for a couple of years." Um, we were getting sort of sent a lot of music from people and, and we're like, you know, there's so much good, good quality Australian music around mm-hmm. and we're keen to showcase it a little bit more. So, um, we sort of started to, to take some more music and then eventually, you know, start to release more music with, um, not only Melbourne artists, but other artists from Australia. Yeah. Um, and we had an idea of what we wanted to do with Eugenius and, um, a lot of the music, well, not a lot of the music, but quite a lot of music we were sent, uh, was a little bit more in the house tech house accessible sort of area so we felt that that really didn't uh fit in the uh in the eugenius uh spectrum i suppose um so we decided to launch valiant okay um and that would give us a little bit of an outlet to release the music because we were getting so much good music from really talented artists yep um young guys who who are now starting to you know get top tens and all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. now which is great and um, yeah, so we sort of decided let's start a sub label or like a little sister label called Valiant. Yep. Um, so that's more the tech house. Than yeah. So that's a housey tech house. Yep. So, um, so how, how would you describe Eugenius then? Eugenius so? is probably a little bit more underground, so okay. a bit more in the techno spectrum, uh, proggy, yep. um, melodic sort of stuff. Can you, We've done some stuff even that's a little bit more you know harder techno. Yeah. Um, Which are some of the artists? Uh, um, we've had, and we're, and we're also getting a lot of more international uh, recognition on the, on the, on that label and, and yeah. producers awesome. who I'm working with in the touring world, mm-hmm. releasing on that label to yep. sort of um, expand their profile here. So, you know, guys like Ryu, Tim Engelhart, mm-hmm. Jamie Stevens, uh, Mike Rish, Joseph Connor um, yep. released his uh, one of his first EPs. Uh, on our label, and he's doing really well now. Yep. Um, obviously, writing lots of music uh, coming up, uh, and we've had like John Baptist, uh, who's got a new single coming up soon. And coming up, we've got stuff by DJ Lion. Yep. Um, so a nice mix of, I guess, nice the... mix of stuff. Um, not necessarily all down one area and sounding the same. Yep. But 
good quality music nonetheless. Yeah, absolutely. Joseph Connor, good friend of the pod. He helped us yeah. make the uh, intro theme for this and yeah, has yeah. also been a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Baptist also saw him up at Strawberry. Mm. Um, he's been doing some pretty cool stuff lately I was trying well. to have a chat with him on the Sunday, but I wasn't... Uh... <laughs> You're too busy dancing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And, prepare, and preparing for your uh, set at 4.30 on the yeah, Deep Jungle yeah, stage four, it was. Yeah, it was. Warmed it was up for fun. Township Rebellion. So the sun was blaring. It was a, it was a ripper day. It was now, pounding in there that afternoon, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So how many strawberries have you been to now? Uh, that was my seventh. Seventh. And yeah, so I've played seven as well. All seven, yep. yep. Um, and how would you rate this one compared to other ones? Is it a new site this year? I would say year? this one was the best. The best. In terms of logistics and how it was Recency set buys? out. What was that? Recency buys? Uh, <laughs> you know what? My, you know what my favourite one, to be honest, was 2014. Yep. Um, the site and the stages were set in the bush a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when Neelix played, I think, wasn't it? Neelix and the Thunderstorm, yeah, the music yep. stopped. Um, never that had was, there's a lot of really nice memories from that one. Yeah, I've never had FOMO like that because that was when I was... Oh, you were there? No, I wasn't oh, there. Yeah. And, and that was the thing, and that's what like, made me think, I'm never missing something again because my yeah. mates were telling me about like Neelix playing and uh, Angels of Destruction starts and the clouds open and the rain comes down and I'm like, yeah, I was uh, just sitting at home in Bendigo just thinking about work the next day. So I don't think I've missed one since. Um, yeah, but this year I think, man, with the whole, you know, expansion of a new site and the rivers, yeah. like the beach stage and... Yep. Um, we touched on it with Chani a bit last week. Yeah. The new layout was pretty easy, wasn't I it? It was like, like the fun's here, the, yeah. the river's there, food and then... Yeah, food. yeah, I mean, I did, probably didn't need enough food this year, which is a shame, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was always such nice food. But I feel like, you know, obviously weather dependent that uh, there could be a transition into a lot of the day stuff happening yeah. towards the beach and then... Yeah, exactly. Sort of nights a lot, lot more relaxed. It felt more like a holiday rather than just going there to fang yeah. music the whole time. Yeah, yeah, no, yep. exactly. What? And the and the crowd, I mean, the cr- I don't know if I'm just getting a bit older, but the crowd is probably <laughs> quite, no. it was, felt like it was quite young, but, you yep. know, as, as uh, it seemed like a responsible young crowd. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a responsible young crowd. I didn't yep. see any issues. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was. And that's uh, a testament to the guys that, running the, the party, I suppose. Definitely, and, definitely. And reflects a bit, I guess, on the accident book as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there was sort of a, a, a movement probably three or four years ago to steer away from Psytrance and the mm-hmm. heavier sort of music. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't want to say that that's directly affiliated to incidences happening on yeah. the dance floor but, but um, faster music with more energy also <laughs> re- leads to um, more energetic youth I suppose yeah. <laughs> which is a lot more fun and yeah. I'll tell you what I am missing Earthcore not being on this weekend oh. because I do miss still the old strawberry comeback unpack, still get your little um, unpack straight pack again and then straight to Earthcore but yeah. um, so what were some of your favourite acts from strawberry this year just gone yeah. uh, look I reckon uh, reckon that's such an Australian word when, isn't it when did you get up there were you there I got the up Friday there f- I was it's the first year I actually haven't gone up on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. And generally, I've actually been up on Wednesday in previous years just to sort of get settled in. Okay. But I had lots, so much work. I just come back from overseas not long ago. And um, yeah, I sort of sort of couldn't get up there till the Friday. Got up there about mid-arvo. Um, found our found our campsite pretty easily, which was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's always easier at the start than it is on the first night at yes, two in the morning. Yeah, I yeah. know, I know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the first night, I mean, Sasha was cool. Um... A couple of the local boys, you know, Shannon and Lee, really drilled it. Yep. Um, and Muska followed as well. I always love Child and SQL. They always yeah. play really quality, thought-out music. Yeah. Um, and then on the Saturday, I think um, your gymster was really good and, and he set the day up really well. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then out of sorts, I was actually, I was actually with Jim and I walked down to the beach stage, so I didn't see out all of out of sorts, but they were they were quite good. But then I thought Blondish brought a lot of energy to the to the day, yeah, um, and really set the day up. And then um, yeah, and him was great. Uh, and then into the night, uh, I was sort of yeah, third son was good. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I can't really go past Township on the Sunday. Yeah. Like, do you have a favourite Township Township Rebellion tune? Ooh. Maybe bored, but yeah, yeah right. like not not bored as in B O R E D B A U D. Yep. Um, it's sort of we played that at pitch last year, and it sort of just driving yep. and. I mean, it's hard. I pretty much nearly buy their tunes without even listening to it. To yeah. be honest, yeah. like I know they're going to be up my alley. So, and uh, you played after them at XE. No, no, we weren't. We we uh, we weren't on that bill. But um, yeah. I was obviously I was touring them. Um, so so we were there, and um, you know they drilled that uh, that that set, and yeah. um, you know it was nice to see them. That I actually spoke to them after that. They said that was the best uh, club gig they've ever had. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> well, that's a big, big call. Which is a big yeah. call. Like, I don't know if they're just saying that, but um, yeah, it's a, they were pretty adamant that it, that it, that it you know, it was, yeah, well, that's, was great for them, you know. That's a great testament to Melbourne yeah, technology and the way yeah, our scene's exactly. going, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, they're su- super well received. Um, and then, yeah, obviously at Strawberry, they would have been good to have a little bit more time there at the yeah. end, but... I think everyone was just starting gearing up, and and then it was uh, yeah, time to pack up. Yeah, music <laughs> off, you yeah, know, right. <laughs> which is you know, and you know, there's a this thought behind the yeah. the madness there, but um, yeah, of course. Mm. Um, and now you mentioned and him, he's one that you've I guess supported and toured quite a few times. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. how those sort of relationships I guess started and then evolved over the, the years at all these different clubs and and festivals. Well, I mean, with Ann Him and, and certain acts like Ann Him, Superflu, Patrick Topping, yep. guys and, 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 and duos and, and acts like that, um, you know, with Thickest Thieves, our, our goal is to is to bring bring acts into our agency and then not only just tour them once, but expand their profile, nurture their profile, promote them in the right way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's a testament to those guys. They're huge. Like, they don't... They're, you know, you look online and statistically they they sell faster than any other city, yeah, right. other than they you know, in they're in the world and yeah. stuff. So, um, you know, those sort of guys are, are huge here, and obviously, um, you know, and him and uh, pretty much sells out every time they play in Melbourne. Yep. Um, and not, yeah, they're great guys as well. Yeah, sure. Um, from, yeah. From from uh, I guess a booking perspective, you're gonna find artists that have got hot tracks or that are, mm. that are like killing it anyway yeah. but how does like let's say you've got and him coming to play and you've got him booked for a revolver in December mm-hmm. do you um, consciously as an artist or with the other resident DJs for example see that this is coming up and okay we need to start hyping some of their tunes or do you, is, is that just something that happens I mean naturally? I'm sure like we look at stats with 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 artists what they got coming out yep. you know all a lot of the artists that I'm I'm working on tours for or, or yet to complete a, a tour for I'm constantly asking for release schedules and, and yeah. stuff like that, just to see what they're coming up and to present to promoters and it's kind of educate the punters as well. Yeah, ex- exactly. And then, like, if someone, an agent might say to me, "Oh, look, you know, the next six months, this is what's coming out." Yeah, I can really push, you know, a lot harder, and it gives me a little bit more ammo to sell and act and and get them over the line for a good tour, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, acts like you know, the and hymns and stuff, we know they're going to, you don't have to worry too much about that. They're pretty consistent. Yeah, sure. Like, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're releasing a lot of music, especially with their own label now, like yep. Super Friends and stuff. Um, 
you know, like every three months they're going to have a bomb come out. So it's yeah. sort of like, um, yeah, it's not too tricky with guys like that and, and stuff. But um, you're always looking for new acts. Like, um, you know, there's, there's a girl uh, by the name of Babetta who is someone who I think is going to blow up really well. And, yep. and she's got a good following. She, she she's played got a, a cool revol- profile. She, she played a Revolver she did about Revolver in six September. weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. And I unfortunately was overseas, but um, we actually got You mentioned to... that a couple of times. We'll get to it soon. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Humble brags, but okay. No, no, no. <laughs> well, actually, uh, we caught up with her overseas, which was nice. Yep. But um, yeah, I mean, it's all about uh, nurturing acts and, and supporting them, not only with our international guys, but local guys and girls as well. Yeah, sure. Um, and then, yeah, like, any, and, and supporting people who support us as well, I suppose. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So with those artists, uh, actually, let's give you a quick cheers. Yeah, cheers. I drank my beer again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll get you another one when we have a break shortly. But for the meantime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have some water. (laughs) Mount Franklin. So (laughs) those are uh, not sponsored. (laughs) Yeah. So those artists that you do uh, tour out, how is those relationships, I guess, reciprocated with the labels when you want to tour or if... Um, you've got some guys on your label that are looking to go overseas. How um, how, how does that help or, or how does that process work, I suppose, in yeah. trying to get into... I mean, you guys just did a massive tour. Yeah, um, I mean, look, this whole industry is about relationships. Yeah. And um, as much as you can just try and make it on your own, it is so much easier if you mm-hmm. have good network. And yeah. um, is, that and, some, is that some advice you'd give to, I guess, a young yeah. kid who's 18 or 19, he's trying to get a gig? Like, I have people ask me all the time like, how to get yeah. gigs. Like, yeah. Yeah, I just, mean, build your network. You don't have to suck ass, yeah. but just be there, be don't, nice, don't yeah. be a dickhead. Yeah. Um, as much as some people think you might be a dickhead sometimes, you yeah. got to try and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I would say it, it, it helps a lot. And, and most people, you know, depending on the size of their profile and whatever, um, they want to help you as well. Like they know how hard, if, if they're at a top, you know, top tier or whatever, they know how hard it is to to make it and, and it would not yeah. make it but but do well in the industry because it's so yeah. competitive and um you know yeah i would just say try and expand your network and meet as many people as possible like-minded people whether it be in the same sort of industry or like, like the genres that you're working in yeah. um and in regards to like artists releasing on our label it's a good opportunity um for us to showcase bigger artists on our label and yeah. it's also a good opportunity for them to showcase their profile on an Australian label so it's a win-win situation really yeah. so they, they're sort of um, yeah basically yeah that's it how do you go about finding new talent are you like you like as an A&R I guess you're kind of a talent scout yeah I mean regard? yeah we get we get sent lots of lots of music yeah. um, and there's also guys and girls who we notice that you know yeah. whether they're posting something a video of them playing something like one of their tracks or yeah. or whatever I'll sort of message Tom and go oh look this person looks cool you know let's yeah. let's contact them and see if they've got any music um yeah so a lot of the time people are sending us music and then we can sort of A&R them a little bit sure. and say look it might be straight away we might be like yes we're taking all these tracks yep. you know we've had people send us 10 tracks and we're like oh my god how are we going to f- pick four yeah you know true. like yeah. but then there's you know other people who send us tracks and we're like it's close you know like yeah. but um let's keep talking send us music keep sending sure, us keep, music keep, and keep working yeah, yeah. and we'll, we'll get there like yep. because um, we want to give everyone a chance to 
you know, give themselves a platform to showcase their music, really. Yeah. Technical skills aside, I guess, um, how much do you take into account someone's other skills? So, for example, their social media presence or how well they do the promoting. Is, is that something you feel like you can you teach people or that if they're already building that big network, it, it helps them with a the foot in the door and you can help them with their DJ or their producing mm. skills later? Or In like, regards to the... The label, like um, I guess, like so. Let's say there's a 20 year old kid who's got the best mixing skills ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. but doesn't really isn't really good at the networking side. Sure, is that something we go? Okay, we can help you with that. And someone who might have a good network who can't mix very well, e.g., Trent. Yeah, is that, <laughs> is that, is that where you go? Okay, like um, we can help you get better at this. Well, I mean, look, it's all about a, a package, really. Yeah. You got to have the package. Yeah, um, you all I about mean, the package. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the burger line later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, you can be like you know, uh, excelling in one area, but I think it's really try, if 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 you're trying to uh, further yourself as quick as possible, I think you could try to be as all-rounded as possible, mm -hmm. um, whether it be in your networking and musical ability and DJing ability and, and stuff like that, but just sort of try and focus on everything and, and um, yep. yeah. Yeah, sure. Now, you have uh, mentioned a couple of times that you went overseas. <laughs> and you've also mentioned, no, I went overseas. <laughs> and you also mentioned that you've listened to some of the earlier episodes of the TB podcast. I did, I did. I was actually driving in the car a few times. I threw it on, you know. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um, not so subtle plug. But yeah. <laughs> so you do know that we play a little game called Show and Tell. Yes. So we're going to get straight into that now as our good friend producer Julian also can be found on SoundCloud at Perspective and has his own show Thursday nights on Kiss FM talking Ooh. about the worldwide Psytrance. Um, He's a Psytrance man. He is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just come off a good gig. Little, oh, there little, we go. Little, little plug for Julian. You just played. Where was Return to the Source. Return to the Source. Yeah. Where was that? Uh, that was like two hours away. Yep. In the bush. Tomato yeah. barbecue. Yeah. Then he left to replace Earthcore basically. So All right. Um, good party? Oh, yeah, man. Oh. So good. We'll um, have links to whatever you had there. Yeah, yep, coming up. So, um, I don't know you, Julian, mate. We're here for Jacob. <laughs> so, uh, Jacob travels. So, uh, these uh, photos that we're discussing, you can go onto the TB podcast slash the Techno Beat with Trev Bice on Facebook. We'll have all these images posted on an album uh, and also on trendsoff.com slash the T-B, no, the-TB-podcast. Or just go to trendoff.com and click on the TB bit at the top. That's yeah. easier. So the photos will be here if Jacob lets us put them up. But first of all, we've got you standing on some sort of su suspension where bridge. Do think, where do you think that is? All black uh, tee and shorts, blue shoes match the cap, uh, sunnies match the beard, I reckon that's somewhere in South America, Machu Picchu, something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, you know. Um, just a guess of the scenery. Um, yeah, it must have been a description there. Yeah. Uh, whereabouts, uh, I guess, when, when was this and, and what was that experience Four, like? How, that, what was that journey well, all about? That would have been in 2012 or 13, I would say, looking at mm -hmm. me there. Yep. Um, but that was a three-month uh, three and a half month trip I did with my ex-girlfriend yep. um, through South America we did Peru Brazil um, and where else Argentina yep which was really nice Machu Picchu was amazing um, was that purely a, a scenery tour or did you try and do there was nothing no... musically involved with this yep. um, I did end up play actually that reminds me <laughs> uh, I was in a little place called Huacachina which is uh, a, an oasis in Peru on uh, surrounded by sand hills mm -hmm. um, definitely try and go there if, you, if you're over there Huacachina Huacachina with a yep. H 
Um, and there was this one night that we went to this little bar and whatever, and this guy had a controller. And um, I had my laptop and I had, uh, I can't remember, some mixing program on it. And anyway, I like just went, oh, look, I can. I had probably about, you know, 12 beers under my belt. <laughs> and anyway, so I'm like, you know, I can DJ or whatever. And, um, and then I bought my, went to the hostel, grabbed my, grabbed my laptop, bought it back and then um, started playing. And then all of a sudden everyone's coming in. It was a full on party. Yeah, right. Which was a good time. Good um, and then like the guy was wanting to close and everyone's like, you know. Um, wanted to party on longer, but um, yeah, that was a nice memory. Very Thank nice. you for uh, <laughs> reminding me of that. Yes. Uh, next picture, please, Julian. There's a colour sequence there again. Yes. <laughs> uh, so this one you've got a bright burgundy. What is that? Raincoat like or poncho? poncho. Yeah. Yep. So it's the Camino Inca Inca Trail. Yeah. Uh, so it's just part of the same experience, I guess. Yeah. So that yep. like the Inca Trail. I mean, you can do several different uh, trails. Um, to Machu Picchu, I think this one was a four-day trail, which we actually had to do in three mm-hmm. due to weather stuff. Um, but this was just at the start of it, so I'm looking probably a little bit less tired than I was at the end yeah. um, because there's a little bit of lack of oxygen um, up at those heights, and it was actually a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. So when you travel now, you still do a lot of this sort of adventure stuff, or is it out um, of your system? And now it's just all about the dungeons in Berlin. <laughs> I've yeah, I've done quite a bit of traveling, and and see, I mean, there's still obviously a lot of the world I want to go and, and and see as as a as a more as a leisure uh, way right. of looking at it instead of the partying and uh, yeah, club sure. aspect. Yep. But um, yeah, no, I mean, this was an amazing trip, and now I would probably go to <laughs> South America, but still like. See some places I haven't seen, but try and incorporate some gigs or something in yeah, between because no. get, get the get the trip paid for. The scene over there is quite good, and yeah. <laughs> you know, I was I was I wasn't as deep into it as what I am now back then. So yeah, so now we are going to take a little step back in time. Yeah. Oh, where'd you get that photo? I uh, don't know. <laughs> um, I've got connections. Um, what's 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 this photo? <laughs> That's year twelve. Right, I believe. Uh, so what was it? Was back it, when I used to dye my hair a little bit as well. Is there? it Ulladala? Ulladala. So yeah. that's is that where about? So I grew up in Mollymook, which is a little suburb next to Ulladala. Uh, so a little uh, town, fifteen thousand people, New South Wales, three yep. hours south of Sydney. Yep. Um, and yeah, our school. I mean, our town was like fifteen thousand, and our school had like a thousand people in it. Yeah, so. Right. Was pretty large for the, for the size of the town, yeah. but so like, like a lot of farm kids and stuff, I guess. Was it then? Or? Well, it was on the coast, so oh, a okay. lot. Like, I mean, you go two, three kilometers inland, heaps of farmland, but basically, it was a pretty much like a surf town, yep. harbor town, fishing town. Sure. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, this is a pretty fun time of my life, I suppose. Yeah. So, did you? Do, when did you start DJing then? Were you de- DJing in high school? I or? started DJing when I was. <sighs> I was, how do you, what do you classify as DJing? You were in the world. I was every, playing every around. Time you, would, you would kick and they would like kick I was, back and you were like trying to kick. Yeah, the I, was probably, yeah. <laughs> I was probably playing around on something like virtual DJ or something at 17, 18, you know, that, yeah. like we've all done that. Sure. And, um, and then first probably got onto decks when I was like 18. Sure. Um, and I'd first part, first of a party I did was a, was a house warming, I think, um, for a, when I was living in Wollongong. Yep in Fairy Meadow and um, yeah that was around the whole justice and yep. era so there was a bit of electro and all that sort of stuff going <laughs> on <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it was in a garage, and you know, I don't think my mixing skills were too good then. But yep. that was my first actual like house party gig, I suppose. And then so. Do you want to, can you just quickly gloss, I guess, how, where you went from, I guess, from school, then you mentioned Wollongong, yeah. and then how, oh, you, how you ended up in Well, I went from Melbourne. school, I went from school, and uh, and then went to Jindabai, and I was a skiing snowboard instructor for a year, for yeah, a right. season. Okay. Um, and then, uh, fuck, there's a few stories there, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we get the little E on the iTunes. Yeah, um, yeah that sort of, uh, didn't really work out for me, and then I went uh, and moved to the Gold Coast for about 10 months. Yep. And that was just like, I was working at a surf shop and and um, and a bar called Melba's. How did the uh, the ginger skin go on the Gold Coast, mate? Yeah, no good, no good. <laughs> <laughs> Freckles unite into yeah, a nice much. bond idea. Blend it together. Yeah. Everyone used to ask me that, like, oh, what did, you know, you'd be really tan if your freckles just joined together. Like, yeah, you just laugh out my nose, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and then sort of did 10 months living in surf oh, I was living in main beach and then moved to surfers and that was enough you know I was yeah. pretty much over it yeah. um, and then uh, yeah moved to Wollongong started working for General Pants and um, mm-hmm. actually I'll tell you this story <laughs> sorry but it won't be too long but um, yeah we went to Daft Punk in 2007 yeah very interesting because we were just discussing with Mr Chan about the uh, on the way back from Strawberry mm. I showed him the live set from Coachella yeah. he hadn't seen it and then so, all of a sudden he's busting out too long before he plays Four Lovebirds on Sunday night you're welcome Brenton did Chan. he? oh yeah. yes <laughs> but put, yeah. it in, put it in his brain incepted yeah exactly yeah. so um, you know I had actually moved to Brisbane myself that year but yeah. flew back for the Daft Punk show at Sydney Mike it was so yeah. yeah, well, I was there. I was oh, there, there as well. <laughs> so I was in the, you know, made it in front of the D. I got there in there early and it was a massive day. I was smoking cigars and stuff. I don't know. I can't remember that. But yep. anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, that I don't think I had much sleep. I had about two hours of an hour of sleep and I had to work at, um, I was working for General Pants in Wollongong. Mm-hmm. And I went to work and... So uh, hang on, you flew down... I've got the like. I went to the the. Oh no, I was not Sydney. Mile. I was at Sydney, Sydney Showground. Sorry. Yeah, right. Okay. And um, yeah, ended up going to work the next day and had a few stuff ups that day and ended up getting <laughs> fired. Um, and so when you say stuff ups, what? Oh, I was like probably open... a little bit drunk still at work, oh, yeah. maybe. And you open up the dressing rooms when some of the girls were trying on their yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I didn't really. I was sort of on the out a little bit anyway. I think with the manager, she didn't really like me that much. Yeah. Okay. But um. Anyway, so I was like, everyone was, I was already working in this bar and, and thinking about moving to Melbourne because I was playing music a bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everyone was like, oh, you need to be in Melbourne. That's right. I've never been and just th- heard all these great things about Melbourne. Anyway, so one night I was... Uh, so had you, had you visited Melbourne? Not even visited Melbourne. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, so one day I was, I was DJing at this club called Coonies mm-hmm. and we ended up... That closed at like three and the only place open was an RSL. So we like, had like 30 bucks to my name left and like that night. And so we went to the RSL, just smashing a few pots. And anyway, I start playing computerized roulette. <laughs> and I won three and a half grand that night on computerized oh, roulette. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, look, I can maybe move to Melbourne here. And then the next night I went to Hotel Alawara and put 10 bucks in a poker machine and won 1,800 bucks. Yeah, right. So I'm like, okay, done. That's, that's how you turn 40 into five grand pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's how I moved Investment to Melbourne. <laughs> so I, yeah, I was working with this guy and he goes, my sister lives on Barclay Street. I had no idea what that was. Yeah. Anyway, so she's like, she'll pick you up from Southern Cross Station. So she didn't even know me. Mm-hmm. She picked me up. She put me up for a week. So hang on. You, so you caught the train? No, I flew down and, and I got a, shuttle. the, the shuttle yep. bus to Southern yep. Cross and she picked me up. Mm-hmm. And I remember I got in on a Saturday night and that night I went to Circus and Stupid Fresh were playing like a, 
a big electro <laughs> act back in the day, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, I was did, like, no, no trouble. Didn't know, no trouble getting. I did not know. I did not know one person in Melbourne. Like yeah, I was yeah. just meet, trying to meet people, and people were like, who's this dude? You know. Yeah. And um, I was like, <laughs> ended up trying to uh, end up making a few friends, and and then yeah, I uh, was just looking at the gig guides basically sure. in Beat Magazine or whatever where to yeah. go, and then ended up uh, making my way to one six one day, and 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 uh, realized that one the guy now who's still working there, Jay Ramon, mm-hmm. and the function manager of one of the managers there, and he cur- curates a lot of the music. Um, I knew him from the Gold Coast. And, oh, right. And basically, yeah, I started sort of going there and then sort of started networking and then getting how my first gig. How did you know him on the Gold Coast? Like, what do you... Well, he was like, we actually both looked at each other and we've got the same tattoo. Right. And like, <laughs> I was with another guy who I knew well from the Gold Coast and then he was close to Jay. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of like friends through friends sort of thing. Yeah, right. Anyway, so... Yeah, I got my first gig, I think, at Carova in Melbourne, <laughs> as a lot of DJs did, I think. Yep. Um, and then, yeah. Shana, from, we went into a bit of detail with, about Carova with Shane. Yeah, he was there a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Every week for about four years, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was fucking, remember that straight away, like, like, you know, it was yesterday. Yeah. And um, and then, yeah, from there, it sort of just started. And What's the matching tat you've got? This, oh, this line here that doesn't go well with it, anything else on my arm. It was like, I don't know, I got it because like I was 19 and trying to copy other people's tattoos, I think. Fair enough. Well, yeah. at least you copied someone that was worth copying. I yeah, guess no, exactly. It was appreciate. a talking point, you know. <laughs> cool. Um, next picture, please. So this one we've got, uh, it's a club poster uh, at Why Not? Yep. Uh, so where's that? Fitzroy Street, St. Kilda. When did this run? Recovery with Jacob Malmo supporting Cat Nile. Okay, so hey, mate. Sam. Yeah, there we go. It was a bit of a cool lineup. Yep. Um, now, this was probably yeah, not the five years ago. Do you know where that ago. venue is now? Fitzroy yes, Street. It's called Poison at the moment. Oh, it's this one. Okay, right. Yep. Um, so uh, I don't know if we touch on this first, but we started like how we sort of, how I sort of started getting traction a little bit, I suppose, um, was by starting a club night with Oliver James and Daniel Tardrew called Mama Said said. at Circus. Okay. And then this was the night that followed up after two years of running that. Um, So let's just go go into that then. So you go to Circus, you meet Jay at 1-6, so then how do you get a gig from there? Or do you just like, uh, uh, start playing at Crowbar, oh, I need to get a gig, let's start a label. And I'll oh, start yeah. <laughs> so you're going to do everything, you know. <laughs> um, no, but uh, we were at a after hours at, at the Eureka um, Tower. Yeah, on right. On 61st floor. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it would have been maybe 7am or something as, sure. the, as the conversation flows at that time. <laughs> and um, I was sitting there with uh, Ollie and, and Daniel who we, we would we were both sort of semi-running this Friday night at White Charlie, which is now, I can't even remember mm-hmm. the night. It's called, um, uh, it's above 7-Eleven on Chapel Street. Yep, right. And anyway, so we were like, that was a Friday night and then we were, I got approached by Pommy and Jez who run Circus and own Circus and they were like, Look, we're looking for someone to take over the Saturday nights. Anyway, we're like, oh, we'll do it. And um, we because we, we'd, we'd sort of talked about it, and, and and then we and then we got deeper into it at mm-hmm. this uh, after hours. And we're like, oh, you know, there's no one really doing the underground sort of stuff on a weekly basis. Um, let's do it, rah rah rah. So yep. we were sort of thinking about a name, and we come up with Mama Said, which is the Bob with an old Bob Marley track. Mm-hmm. We'd always look at sort of names of 
old tracks to come up with like you know yeah. inspirations. I was thinking it's not like creative, but <laughs> oh, it's a good way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking Hello Cool J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's quite a few Mama yeah. said so. Yeah. Yeah. So we started that, and we had a really good lineup. We had like you know Mick Newman, Louis Day, all the really top guys doing great music, and 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 like Nick Jones, Tom Evans, you know Aaron Trotman, all those guys mm-hmm. that were doing really well. And the night was awesome. And we had some pretty massive nights there over the two years. Um, and then we ended up sort of phasing out and, and deciding to move venues. So we were, were uh, pretty pleased, which is the venue where we did Why Not. Yep. Um, just got newly renovated and then approached us and they were working with um, guys from Elusive Entertainment. So we decided that, you know, we'd, we'd uh, start this club night on Fitzroy Street, which of course had to be a little bit more accessible. Um, so we had to change our lineup and our residence a little bit. Um, this one you can see here has Cat Nile on the cover. Uh, Hoops, Hey Sam, Jacob Nolan, Brooke Westaway, and Ziggy. Half of those guys I don't play. Most of them still play. But um, and then Recovery with myself at the top there. When would, um, when would Recovery start? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe f- I think Recovery was from five, maybe, mm-hmm. which isn't. Yep. Not really recovery. It's still Club Nine in Melbourne. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is where most people just go out these days. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah go out five. Um, and yeah, that was. Um, it went on for about. Mm, we were doing it for about a year, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, we were actually doing quite well. Um, happy with how everything was going, and the guys. You know, no, no uh, hard word on them, but they, the guys who were running Prince, what was it called, Super? Something I don't know. <laughs> After that, they they left Prince and then put in an offer to come and move to Pretty Please, and we pretty much went to the office one day and they said you've got two weeks left at the club. Yeah, right. And we we're like, fuck that shit, you yeah. know. <laughs> and so, um, so what did you move on from there? I was pretty much nearly over running a weekly club night to be honest, because it's yeah. really so how hard. Long, how long have you been doing that for? This is probably nearly four years of running a weekly club night. Wow, that's a good stint. Yeah. I've, I've seen how hard it can be. <laughs> and that is a really great way to network with people. Yep. And um, because, you know, you you might work with DJs or, or people who do other nights as well, and then mm. they'll get you involved in their nights. And then yep. all of a sudden you've got your finger in a few different pies. Yep. Um, and as long as you're not, you know, burning your bridges with relationships, then you should be able to continue... Yep. Doing well. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, um, that's the story behind that one. Cool. So, let's continue on that part of the journey. Yeah. Moving on from Why Not. Mm-hmm. Um, what have we got here? This looks like a bright red poncho. <laughs> Lips look red, like they've had sure. a few strawberry UDLs, you reckon? Yeah. Or something, red cruises, lollipops, I don't know. <laughs> we've, got uh, Lucas, we've got Lucas John Brown, the Eastern he, Snake. Well, look, look the I could have been sucking his lollipop. There you go. <laughs> You wish. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll have to get him on the call. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so what's that strawberry year? What year? Uh, 2014, I believe, which was, we were talking about before, probably one of my favourites. Um, How's the fashion? The fashion is a little bit less glitz and glam as present day strawberry. Um, mm-hmm. I think everyone's a little bit more uh, wearing city wear as yep. much, a little bit more. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a bit of a story behind this night. Uh, I think I was stuck on a log, um, sitting there, just sort of 
uh, getting my um, legs back together. I got lost on a tree stump this year. Yeah. I was perched on a tree stump, but lost in the stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we've all been there. And uh, and one of my friends was sort of walking around laughing at me, and then all of a sudden he's on the tree stump with me. And then uh, we, we were wondering why everyone was sort of looking at us. And, um, you know, by the time we sort of got our legs back together, back to the dance floor, looked back at where we were sitting, realised that there was a huge spotlight um, <laughs> on the on that log and, uh, you know, <laughs> everything sort of... Because everyone saw all the fun you were having. Yeah, everyone, everyone must have saw all the fun. As you can tell, I looked like I was having a great time there. Um, but, yeah, that's basically the story behind that one. Uh, obviously, forgot the jacket that night. Yes, and uh, so continuing your journey, mm -hmm. we've got this one here, bright good. orange kit with Greg, yeah, one, Sarah. One half of Dumb and Dumber there. Yep. You know, <laughs> that's what, uh, this is at 161, uh, for, oh, well, they're at 20 years now, that would have been maybe year 17. Yep. Um, obviously, they have uh, a great birthday there, every Queen's birthday weekend, you've probably been to a few, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're really good fun. Um this was the theme was something of the candelabra or something with this movie um and uh i remember actually this night me and greg uh greg and i sorry uh were walking home one, <laughs> from 161 because i was closing that night back to his place at the end of uh windsor near the near the 24-hour bottle oh and uh I actually, a reference that everyone understands yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i remember we've we both had dj bags um that we were wheeling and we both tripped over each other's DJ bag on the street and it was like classic. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> if anyone saw that. So that resembles the outfit you're wearing? Basically, dumb and dumber, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's basically the story behind that one. He looks like he's holding an imaginary crystal ball there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> also covering your chin yeah, very nicely. Yeah, yeah. Um, now this one looks like you're on a nice journey home from a very fun football game. You've got the Magpies shirt on, but the better half uh Does mr evans so better half come on <laughs> so you're a pies man well actually he's, he looks like he goes for the bomber so maybe he's not that much better no nah, yeah horrible yeah <laughs> how does the how does the relationship go when he's a bombers and you're a pies i guess you make makes the footy a bit more fun but he's much more into football than i am yeah. um well, i guess if you're from new south wales you still yeah i mean look i'd like to try to get into it more but you know like with clubbing and clubbing uh, <laughs> <laughs> um it's a little bit uh you know, harder to get a, get to games and stuff like that when you when you're doing such late nights. But um, so this is after an Anzac Day game. This is after Anzac Day where we gave Essendon an absolute thumping. Yeah, which you can tell by just the Tom wasn't that happy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, we've been to a few few of these games together, and uh, it all <laughs> it sort of shows our relationship a bit there. We joke around with each other a lot, and um, yeah, it's it's good fun. Cool. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, it's a nice. Photo. So yeah, just a bit more about I guess you and Tommy. So yeah. you're now the journey, but um, you mentioned how you were played together at what circus? Yeah, we used to. Uh, so how we sort of came about? Uh, mm -hmm. We were playing together a lot um, at places like Porn and Co. We play still as ourselves at 161 every Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, he does before me and I close the club. So you're always five till close? I'm five to eight usually every week mm -hmm. and he does three to five. Yep. And um, yeah, we, we were playing a lot together and then we was like, uh, you know, we we're, were like, we should give something to go, you know. This is two, this yep. probably nearly four years ago. Yep. And uh, we were actually, this photo here is at Circa, New Year's Day. Um, which, where, where is Circa? Uh, in St Kilda, yep. Prince of Wales, yep. on the deck there. Sure. 
Um, I can't remember who was supporting. I think it was Kant or someone that night, that mm. day. But how he sort of... few Kant lovers in the crowd? Kant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks uh, like you were trying to lick Kant there. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> the photo. A little bling there, you know. Yep. Um, but, you know, how the journey came about, we actually went and did this show in Geelong. And we're playing together as Jacob Malamo and Tom Evans. And um, we were already sort of spitballing a few names and we'd, we're doing some music together already. And and um, we, came, we were coming back in a car and on his dashboard had the Journey computer. Um, so we're like, oh, that's a good name. We're sitting in the back, you know, like half pissed. And um, we're like, oh, that's a good name. Everyone's like, oh, that's a good name, you know. And then from then we're like, okay, let's do it. Like the Journey, you know. We're like, oh, we're like, okay, we need to look if there is a The Journey first. And yep. there was obviously Journey, who is a yep. famous band. Don't stop leaving, <laughs> you know, yeah. But uh, we thought, okay, well, you know, that's old. You know, yep. we can do The Journey. It's okay. And um, yeah, so that's how that sort of started. And then from then on, we uh, we started writing a lot more music and then mm-hmm. had our first single. And yeah, from then on, it's been... Yep. What was the first single? Principium. Principium. Yeah, so that came out in October 2016, I believe. Yeah. Uh, maybe September. And then uh, we actually had Jamie Stevens do a remix of that, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And Available then, on Beatport? Pardon? Available on Beatport? Available on Beatport. Uh, Beatport. Pe- Beatport. Beatport. Yeah. Beatport. <laughs> Beatport, yeah, it is. Uh, Just testing out the pop Yeah, it is available on Beatport. Um and then from then on, we were asked, I think the follow-up to that was actually our remix for Treaty that yeah, we right. did with it for Yothi Indy, which was um, an absolute how, honour to do. How do you go, I guess, do you have the idea of that and then approach them and how does the copyright? No, they approached sort of... us, like Gavin, oh, Cam- right. yeah, Gavin Campbell, who um, was affiliated with Yothi Indy back in you know the early 90s and stuff like that, has a really good relationship with them. It was approaching the 20 years um, of the initial release in yeah, 1993. Right. Yep. So he approached Tom, um, and then Tom was like, oh, look, we're doing this new project. Um, I think it'd be more up his alley, because Tom's also doing music under his own pseudonym, Tom sure. Evans. And then, uh, yeah, so we were like, had a meeting with Gavin and said, look, this is what we're keen to do, a lot of like real sounds, natural Australian sounds. Um, and he sort of gave us an idea of the remix package as well. So we're like, oh, we have to do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, from then on, we I think we churned out we probably finished the remix in about 12 hours. Yeah, right. Um, and obviously the mix down and stuff took a little bit longer, but um, the idea was there and we sent it over and it got some really, really good feedback and, you know, it was played at Rainbow and it's had mm. some good play and yep. I mean, we're pretty happy with that. And um, obviously having your name to that record's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh... This is the next picture is, is this Strawberry? It's Strawberry 2015. Yeah, right. So we've already kind of, I guess, touched yeah. on Strawberry a little bit. So that, um, I mean, yeah, with, yeah, with Strawberry, I mean, we went from doing, uh, that's Ollie in that photo, Oliver James. Yep. So that's who I started Mama Said with. He's obviously one half of Market Memories now. We both split up and went our separate ways. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was also... An another, another journey reference there, separate ways. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. I, <laughs> no, I didn't know not, that. Not, but... <laughs> no, no. The journey, like it's in journey. The journey, band, yeah, yeah, yeah. Separate yeah. ways is yeah, like yeah, their, yeah. Big, their big track. I don't know their whole catalogue, so... Oh, you, mate. I need to get onto that. I don't know how we go with uh, the copyright on playing it, but I might have to sneak it in. Yeah, yeah. On, but yeah. but uh, yeah, obviously you can see, that's, that might be the same hat that I was wearing in a previous photo. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, that was also that was a Saturday. Um, really good day. So whilst we're on strawberry, uh, do you want to just mention uh, we we're discussing before you came in about your set this year? Yes. Um, how, how do you go about, I guess, preparing for a set in general? Let me see if I can get a little bit of it up. Bit of a starter. Um, yeah, but just I guess. Um, whether it be a set at a festival or your weekly club gigs, mm-hmm. um, I guess how do you prepare differently? I guess the clubs are you a bit on autopilot, a bit yeah, you know, compared to like depends, a feature like, event. Totally depends on the gig. Yeah. Um, when we're playing a festival, I, you have a fair idea of where you want to go with what you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is- so I feel like you can program it a little bit more. Here's a bit of your intro yeah. from Strawberry this year. Let me just see if we can. I don't, if anyone can uh, so this tell can us be, what that says. <laughs> so this can be found at The Journey on SoundCloud, Strawberry Fields 2018, pretty much your latest post. Um, so you, this one, is this a tune or did you... So the first maybe two minutes of this we wrote. Yep. Uh, and it was actually a, a tune which I was explaining to you before, which I come across on a label that we're releasing on in the end of January called Dear Dear. Yep, so where is that based? It's a, it's a Russian, It's they're from Russia. Yep. Um, but yeah, they've, they've had an amazing year and it's super exciting. We've, we've got an EP coming out with Pantheon. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah, this, this record was actually an EP, which is the latest EP uh, from a guy named Steve Glass. And I was listening to this record and I was really, you know, really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, and this is, we actually took half the record um, and used it from the breakdown to the, to the sort of last drop yep. um, for a bit of an intro. Okay. Um, and it wasn't released, so I had to sort of message Steve and say, <laughs> hey man, uh, really love the record, uh, yep. <laughs> keen to play it this weekend. Um, so this is still the intro over? here or is this part of his tune? So this, this is part of his tune now, but we've yep. got sort of a few little um, natural sounds and stuff in the background, like birds and yeah, sure. and stuff like that. And we've like some saws and horns to and give stuff it the wildlands like feel. Keep it a bit like you know, yep. El uh, natural for the wildlands. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then it sort of just drops into a nice little deep groove, you know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess how much time do you put into? Into that. Oh, it depends. Sometimes I can get super frustrated yeah. with putting so together. So, there we go. Sexy. Yeah. Nice little deep bass line. So that's what we'll give the people. They can go and go on and search the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give it a like. It depends. <laughs> like um, sometimes I can have you know think it think a lot about the set yep. before, but you know it was it was so busy before you know come back from my trip and um and mm-hmm. and being so busy in, in melbourne and stuff that we didn't have super a super a lot of time to to prepare yep so it came together pretty quickly in like a day or two like what we we're going to play and then um yeah i think it was pretty well received hopefully i hope people enjoyed it sure um are there any uh dwarfs or festivals you haven't played at yet that you'd like to play at we haven't played at Rainbow yet, but we're playing this year, next year. So, yep. uh, that's that was the last, pretty much the last. Are you one playing by yourself as the journey? As the journey. Yep. 
So I can't really so disclose on, what time we're playing. I'm going to guess the market stage. Um, Probably yeah. middle of an afternoon. Uh, at a guess, I'd say maybe late Saturday. Or well, I can't really say yes or no. Yeah, okay, that. Well, <laughs> but, um, You'll set times will come out soon. Yeah, right, there you go. I'll keep an eye out for that one. Yep. Okay, next picture we've got. Oh, you just have to describe this. Four blokes. All right, so this was at a friend of ours, Tam, who is a pretty wild party boy, if you haven't met him, Tam Newen. Sure. Uh, it was his 30th birthday and the theme was Zoolander. Yep. Um, so we went as the guys, you know, orange fracker, mochaccino, <laughs> you know. So purple tees. Uh, so we've got... Where'd you, the, get the, where'd you get all the matching pink well, we vests? got the, uh, the leggings, I think, were from, from Kmart. The the vests were from, um, in Mel- I don't know, one of the <laughs> Melbourne Central uh, yeah, okay. generic sort of places. Yep. Don't uh, worry, they don't sponsor the show, no Yeah, pipes. I believe, you know, the, the, yep. the tea was pretty, it's pretty basic. Like, yep. So who else Cotton is, or something. Who else is so in we've got Jimmy Danger at the front there, yep. Oliver James, myself and Sean Rolt. Market Memories. Um, so, you know, I'm squeezed between Market Memories. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a pretty fun day. It was out at a warehouse um, and with a catwalk and all that sort of stuff. And everyone really got into it. But yeah, that's sort of a couple of my really close friends there. Very um, fun. Yeah. And looking very uh, boy band. Be- very boy band. Ollie's got the, the pout there, you can see. <laughs> uh, now, more just, I guess, about the Melbourne clubs in general. This is another one from 161 with Tommy Evans. You, we, we pretty much covered that, though. Yeah. I guess um, how you play, play That's there That's his every famous week. photo look, by the way. Like, <laughs> Slightly surprised, but kind of pouting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pouting, yeah. looking at, pointing at the other person. And that's your very generic model press shot. Yeah, I suppose, you know, like cheesy smile. Yep. Half pissed eyes. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I guess you've played most of the, well, pretty much, I don't think there's a club in Melbourne you probably haven't graced the uh, the decks of. I've been um, pretty lucky, yeah. It's one been six, good. porn, revs, probably your main steezers. Yeah, I mean, mentioned. through circulation, I um, mean, every week I'm at one six. Uh, I play a lot of funk and disco as well. Yeah, okay. Um, and I play some city clubs and rooftops and stuff. Yep. Um, but a more early Friday, Saturday vibe. Mm-hmm. And then I do have a monthly residency at, at Glamorama, Eat the Beat. Um, yeah, right. Also, Tramp, like probably you, once every six weeks. Do you have a favourite venue to play? Uh, <sighs> favourite venue. I really like Glam. Yeah. Um, it's it's cool. basically it's Revolver of the North. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, Sound Revolver, there, Revolver is, is my favourite venue. Yep. Like, but um, from yeah, a, I, pl- I play one six one every week. I know the know the crowd. I know yeah. I know what's going on there. You know, I've been from, lucky enough to be a resident there for about seven years. So from an audio engineer's, I guess, point of view, or just sound enthusiast, sound. is there a venue that you think has a better, like the, the best system? Or um, I think one six is probably in. You know when it's when it's really tuned well. Yeah. Um, There's a real nice sweet spot in nice, the middle of the warm, dance floor. But it's like, nice and warm. It's like you know yeah, the walls it, are all carpeted. Yeah. Even just like you can move through the whole club and mm. kind of move to the back of the venue. It's still loud. But you can still of, talk yeah. to people. Like you can tell it's it's not by accident. The treatment's good. Like yep. they put a lot of effort into their sound there. Um, it depends. Some venues can be good one night and then not that great the next. It depends yep. also with. Uh, when the neighbours complain about the sound and sure. one week they're like, oh, we have to turn it down a bit. Do you have a go-to tune for 160 that you just know sounds absolutely crisp and you just always get love playing? Uh, yeah, probably Murder Weapon by 16 Bit Letters. Oh, yes, of course. Yep. Uh, I do a little mashup with uh, Ripping Kitten, which is which always goes... I hate pulling it out too much, though, because yeah. I'm like... I'm like oh, but you know it works. It. But I know it works, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, uh, the room needs it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have a track that you know, like, oh, hang on, I've got to go to the toilet. I know this one goes long enough. Like, I'm actually road. super quick. Like, Tom's always like, if we're playing together, I'm like, I need to go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty good at holding it anyway. But um, 
he's always like, what are you, like, you, you're back already. Like, sometimes I'll, like, have six minutes in a track, obviously, and, and go to the toilet and come back and there's four minutes, 50 left in the track. And I'm like, wow, that was pretty efficient. <laughs> I'm not quick at holding it, so we're going to have to have a quick break. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> then works. we'll come back and we'll get to the next photo. Please excuse this break in transmission. Some massive events coming up that I really reckon you guys are going to love hearing about and you are not going to want to miss. December 15th, the Petting Zoo Festival at Yarra Park. Tickets still available. Great day of tech house. Awesome day party. Last year was down by the Melbourne Star. This year, they've got Dennis Cruz headlining along with Miguel Campbell, Friend Within, Dushk, uh, plus a lot of your local favourites, including Francesco Castelli. We've got Harvey Morley on there, Beth Grace, Lebra, Brian Fantano, Mr. Vecchio, hands down, Lee Boy, Boogs. Uh, that is December 15. Tickets selling pretty quick. Got a couple left myself, but otherwise get on the website. Don't miss out for that one. Not long after, on December 23rd, is Day Doof, hosted by Day Spa Melbourne. But uh, this one will be at Albert Park at Greenfields, featuring Sebastian Leger, Khan, Davey, as well as, again, many of your local faves. Tickets are down to the final release. They're 50 bucks, so jump on there and grab them. Again, uh, just search for Day Doof on Facebook and it will take you through all the links. Not long after that, we have our little Christmas break and then we have got New Year's Eve, which was absolutely sport for choice. The Carl Cox Show at Shed 9 uh, is an intimate club show hosted by Eat Music. Tickets are, again, almost out for that one. You're looking at just over 100 bucks, but that is, again, Shed 9 on New Year's Eve, Carl Cox Intimate Club Show hosted by Eat Music. And last but not least, Babylon. One of the best doofs that's been coming up. I've been there the last couple of years. The perfect blend of techno and psy. And on this weekend where we are, I guess usually running around outside in the sun here at the end of November, uh, celebrating what was my first doof, Earthcore. That festival to me was always the perfect blend of Friday night techno. Then you get the nice, happy day, uh, day psy on the Saturday. You get a bit deeper in the trance on Saturday night and then just the fun psy on Sunday with all your mates. We miss that. But Babylon is definitely one that has uh, come in very nicely to take its place. That's more at the end of the season now, whereas Earthcore is at the start. But uh, Babylon Festival, Thursday the 14th to Sunday the 17th of February. So a lovely little place to take your Valentine's Day out at Kurupui West. Third release tickets on sale. Check it out at babylon.net.au. But some of my faves there, Emily Lenz, Bliss, Bjarki, Carl Cox, Hatzler, Nina Kravitz, Luigi Madonna, just to name a few. Oh, and Emok. Wow. We are, yeah. This, this is, don't miss this one. Get on this one now. Tickets are selling fast on that also. That is Babylon Festival in the middle of February out in the fun old Victorian bush. Now back to this week's Techno Beat with Jacob Malmo. Uh, here's, here's another classic picture of one of the Melbourne clubs. This one's at Porn & Co. Is that, that's the old porn, is it? That would be the old Porn & Co. Yes. With a lovable friend of the pod, Mr. James Austin. Austin. Had a meeting with him today, actually. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Just uh, bought two boats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, for his new club. But, uh, yeah, no, it was good to see him today. Yes, good friend of the pod uh, and future guest. Yeah, but, and uh, in the middle there was, uh, is DJ Vixen, who is a resident DJ from Vegas in America. Oh, right. So, yeah, I actually 
got to play in Vegas due to her, which was nice. Which uh, whereabouts was that? Uh, it's at an after hours called Drake's. Yeah, right. And um, so is that on the Strip? Uh, it's in Old Vegas. Oh, okay. What, down so, in the Fremont Street area? I don't know the street. Oh, okay. The street. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, Fremont Street. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, but that was nice fun. You know, it was. I think we played from 4 to 8 a.m. or something like that. Yep. Now, you're rocking the Thick as Thieves shirt. Yep. Um, which will take us to our next photo. Oh, hang on. What have we got here? Is that, that could be the trip to Vegas, is it? Oh, it could be. It's uh, obviously enjoying a few red wines on a plane there. I don't know if you'll let that one go on the on the website, yeah, but uh, yeah. maybe the... Um... It's, it's all for the camera, obviously. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so think of Steve's. Here's the, the last one. We've got... Um, you look like you're having a good time having a mix there. Where's that yeah, Picnic Electronic? Sydney My Music Bowl last year when we got to do yep. Thick as Thieves in the Bowl. So how did you get involved with Thick as Thieves? Uh, with Thicker Steve's, I started DJing, um, doing sort of club shows and supporting and, mm-hmm. um, from then on I sort of got closer to the guys with Mike and Damon and... Yep. How, and, long, have you, how long have you been with them for now? Uh, probably seven or eight years. Yeah, like okay. Playing, yep. Like playing, seven or eight, and then about five years ago I got involved in a more serious way, I suppose. I was mm-hmm. working as an artist liaison, so made, you know, basically looking after artists um, when they came to town, if Mike yeah. was a bit busy, you so know, so ta- like picking him up from the yeah, airport, taking, taking him, or taking him out to a few sites, you know. Yeah. Okay. We're all about family with Thicker Steve's. Do and you make pay it. for that? Well, you know, you know, you get paid a little bit, but yeah, sure. you know, it's not like uh, you do, you do it for the love and and make sure that your your artists are comfortable and 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 um, having a good time and and because it's a long way to travel, you know, like yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, a lot of artists are very lonely that have got no one to hang out with. They yep. sit at the hotel the whole time. So yeah. if you've got someone to, you know, hang out with and whatever, it's much better than yep. sitting at a hotel. So would you do sneaky stuff like on the drive to, you know, you put one of your tunes on or one of your sets? Or no, I never did that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't I've, I actually, uh, there's a few cases where I've had artists and taken them to after parties and stuff and like... Whoever's hosting the party or DJs there have just started playing every single tune of theirs, okay. like the artists, and they're like, it's like a little bit embarrassing, like, you know, they're like, just leave them alone, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and then from then I got more into touring and, and um, yeah, that's basically what yeah. I'm doing now for them, so. What big things have you got coming up with Thicker Steve's or any massive artists that they've got coming up, I guess, over summer, there's... Uh, I suppose this weekend we're involved with Luft, which is going to be a huge party. Yeah, so Victor uh, Ruiz, Alex Stein, Soli. and him, yep. and then uh, we've also got a charity show on Thursday with and him. At Revolver? Um, at Revolver. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, moving forward, like, lots of lots of, lots of big parties, at, especially like Reaver and stuff next year. Yeah, we're, doing, yeah. we're doing JVs with, with guys like from uh, Untitled, yep. um, who are great to work with. Obviously, they run Beyond the Valley and really mm-hmm. good operators, young promoters, and, and super, super professional. Are you doing anything for New Year's or in the lead up to Rainbow? <sighs> We've got... I'm just thinking the dates. Uh, Colch is happening on the 29th. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, of December. I don't know if I can announce that, but uh, <laughs> we can work that out later. That's right. That's happening at XE. So. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah. This, yeah this, that's, why, that's why people need to download the pod to get the, little exclusive stickies like that. Exclusive. Right. Yes. Yep. And, uh, yeah, there's plenty on, man. Like, there's something... There's, something massive going to be announced in the next week or so mm-hmm. um, and then you know looking forward into 2019 we're we're doing some big parties and stuff and and um, trying to do a few cool concepts and yep. not just make it just a party but some bit more of an experience you know cool well, all the best with it. You got anything more in there? Cheers. Yeah. Yep. Nah, cool. I'll drink it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, how does, uh, I guess, liaising with um, and engaging with 
the crowd and the audience and I guess different parties like porn have their different concept theme yeah, parties yeah. every week and getting involved with that I guess how does that help just in general creating I mean, cre- cre- the vibe I suppose I mean it's great like it's now I'm getting a little bit older uh, I tend to not get as deeper involved in the in the themes and stuff I try mm-hmm. to and, and, and whatever and, and try to show face as much as possible and spend as much time in clubs as I can but yep. it's getting a little bit harder as I get older and the recovery time and the amount of work that I have on and stuff like that but I think it's if you can do it just get out there and and you know if you're not stuck at home with your <laughs> partner or something like get out there. even take your partner you know absolutely yeah um so a few quick questions one more little game before we go yep um you've supported i guess john course mm-hmm. Superflu. you mentioned a few times that you've traveled a lot um your recent <laughs> tour you played at sisyphus yeah uh is there any particular boutique gigs or clubs outside of Melbourne that you just absolutely frothed or um, I, yeah. guess, I guess what is what are some of your favourite experiences around the world I guess uh, I would say in Australia um, I always love playing it elsewhere on the Gold Coast it's a super super good club mm-hmm. the vibe's always incredible um, in terms of overseas um, I've played at CC Foss a couple of times now. Last year, we uh, this year we got the chance to play for seven and a half hours, which was which was pretty cool. Like we you started, the breaks we, in there, we started s- oh no, yeah, I was running to the toilet every yeah. <laughs> uh, no, because we no because we slept all night. Tom got up. He's a bit of a cook, like a chef. Now he's not <laughs> te- technically a chef, but he's a very good cook. Yep. Anyway, we had a few friends come around, cooked up a massive sort of Aussie breakfast, and we that, that was at like four a.m. So we and we got in, had to play at seven. So I'd like got in there, hadn't really drunk much. So I like broke the seal, like, and then I was like, I need to go to the toilet every, and I was just smashing drinks. And it was really, really sweaty in there. We were playing in um, the damper room, which is technically known as the sweaty room. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah we, we, uh, we meant to play to 11 and the room just stayed packed and packed. And, and yep. the, the manager was coming up saying, do you want to play another hour? Do you want to play another hour? And then we yeah. went to, through to quarter to three. So, yeah. so um, was there any other like, Big names on that night where you guys kind of uh, featured. Yeah, act? I can't we played after a guy who's got some stuff on Steel War Talent, Raphael Hoffman, who was mm-hmm. really cool. Um, from memory, I can't really recall who else was on the bill that night. Yep. Um, it's always it's always good quality and stuff. Um, we also got to play. Um, Tom unfortunately didn't play, but um, this really cool show in Bucharest, which was this amazing venue. Mm-hmm. Um, Pictures available on your yeah, uh, you'll find Instagram? that yeah, you'll find that on probably the Journey Music Instagram though. Yep. And as myself, probably, yeah, I played this really cool gig in Turkey like four years ago. Um, ended up playing for like five hours and this really cool party, and mm-hmm. um, which was pretty fun and stuff. But um, yeah, hopefully in the in the future we'll, we'll, we'll get to experience some more of that. Yep. You mentioned Stillvore Talent, mm-hmm. which is a label based in Burley. Yeah, I yeah. Think? So Oliver Koletsky runs that. Yeah. Um, we actually met with AR guys mm-hmm. from Steelville Talent um, this year in Berlin. Yep. If you haven't so, listened to his album, The Ark of Tension, definitely yeah. do yourself a favour. It's one of the best. He's, he's pretty cool. Um, what other labels, I guess, uh, maybe ones that people don't know about from overseas or ones that are coming up, up and coming that um, we should check out? Uh, there's so many good labels at the moment. Suara. Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, Suara, Suara is sort of a bit more techno these days. A bit too, mm-hmm. they just don't really, not that much up my alley, to be honest. Um, Celador, Steo Oak, um, Deer Deer's a really Steve good... Steo Oak's got uh, Clifton's on, yeah. I believe. It's run by Soul Button. Um, yep. Still Talent's leading the charge massively. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Monterberry is always super solid. Beat Freaks is cool. Mm -hmm. There's so many good labels out there. It's hard to just dig deep. You know, everyone's sort of getting music off the biggest labels. So yep. if you want to sort of set, set yourself apart, dig. Yeah. Well, how do you usually go go about it? You just like Google Beatport Top 10 and then you yeah, just play whatever you find Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. Just, just, just download the Top yeah. 10 and go yeah. for that. No, <laughs> no, not really. Do, do you like, um, like, like I like to listen to sets that my favourite artists play and dig tunes out of there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like so other guys like to, I guess, you go through the labels. Like you probably got the nice little in of being part of a label now, so you probably get a lot of stuff sent to you. Yeah, I'm getting but, some cool promos. I actually got a really good promo from Watergate today, which is an eight-track uh, VA compilation with... Might like, have to share that one with old yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's got some good stuff like Human Machine, Adana yeah. Twins, like Bog and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the more relationships you build as well, the more music you get sent, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But also it's really good to support people's music and buy it and stuff like that. I go on massive tangents sometimes and just like go to a label and like I like one track by an artist on a label and go into them and then yep. just you just you end just up get lost end up now. deep, you know, yep. like and then I mean sometimes it's super frustrating, you can't find anything. I feel like times of certain times of the year like, okay, I haven't found anything today. Yep. And then, like, the yeah, other day I jumped on, I had, like, 10 tracks in an hour, you yeah. know? We call it uh, trying to find tunes on the internet, like, digging for gold. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. basically, yeah. Um, what about as a punter? Have you got a favourite uh, gig that you've attended or mm. acts that you've seen live? I'll tell you what, I actually really enjoyed Solomon last year, like, in terms of the production, you know, the vibe. What I really want to focus on doing is actually getting myself into the crowd a little bit more. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes when you're you know in the back end side of things you sort of tend to just drift in the back a little bit and not get yourself involved and then when i do hit the dance floor more often i'm like man that was a really good night and i'm like yeah. why well because i was on the dance floor enjoying the music you yeah, know not, like, get, not getting stuck on a couch next to me at porn and co being a techno sure yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> so get involved you know get involved cool cool so we're nearly done Thanks everyone for hanging in there. Um, whilst Jacob tells us about all the times he's travelled. <laughs> we're gonna play one more little game and then we're gonna wrap it up with the final question. So what we're gonna do now is play Name That Tune. So I'm gonna test you out here. Um, we've got five tracks. I'll play a little sample. We'll see how good you are as a DJ. Very bad, I reckon. Cool. Is that loud enough? I don't know if this one you might have played or not before. Definitely got a sample of this track though. Chop forward a bit more. Oh. Can, can you guess that one? I know Tiger Woods very well. I haven't picked this one though. Right. Get I play out. a lot of Tiger Woods stuff actually. Okay. I really, really like it. I had the opportunity to play before Late Night Tough Guy quite a few times and there's definitely a few Tiger Woods tracks that I generally throw in there. Yep. So this one's curved my heart. Um, do you have any other favourite Tiger Woods tracks off the top of your head? Uh, Gin Nation or Deflowered is probably my favourite too. Deflowered, yep. It's Deflowered. Alright, now how about this one? This is someone you've supported. Alright. Alright. So this Has played is Andy and him, Schneebly? Oh, no? Very close. Uh, Superflu. Correct, Superflu. Uh, uh, and the tune it's with the Dortmunder Phil Harmonica. Yeah, and Collective Term Strauss remix. Yeah. Is it? Uh, it's on the remix. Oh, uh, but Collective Term Strauss did a remix I think it? so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this is Vulcan. Vulcan, yeah. 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 Which, um, yeah, Collective Term Strauss did do a remix of this, but right. that was a that was a great set. Uh, 
when they played Rambo. Were you there? Yeah, of course. Yep. I remember with There was the, no uh, shades because of the night uh, before. That's right. And the uh, sun was setting and they play. Oh, I can't think of that one. Maybe that one. Oh, no, wasn't that one. It was one of their other ones that I love, but now it's yeah. escaped me. Yeah, go <laughs> on. Uh, so, yeah, it's not, not that easy, this game. Yeah, I know. What about this one? Oh, uh, yeah. Got this one from uh, Benny Lawrence, actually. He loves giving it a mix at Somewhere Bar. He got it from Boogs, played it actually at Rainbow as well. Oh, I know the tune, but the name is escaping me. It's by Hosh. Oh, uh, Hosh. Because uh, one of my favourite tunes is called is a remix from Hosh called Flavour of the Month. I love Halo. Yeah. Of mine. Uh, I can't remember the name, sorry. Uh, give you a hint. Cilantro, coriander. <laughs> <laughs> we actually played this at uh, a festival a few years ago. I can't remember. Yeah. All right. Two more to go. I reckon these will be easy, a bit easier for you. Yeah, don't say that. I'll give you uh, these are next to a locals. Okay. It actually reminds me of a Soul East yeah, song. This yeah, night. yeah, yeah. Um, there's a vocal in it. Boom. Yeah. Tom, no. You're, you're pretty close there, Jack Love. Jack Love. Uh, it's uh, it's his voice in it. Uh, it's called um. What do you think it is? What do you think? Yeah, uh, feet Loki. What do you think? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is good. No. Awesome. Yeah, I remember him playing this strawberry going off. Yeah. We're uh, when we get Tommy to come in next time with you, yeah, yeah. we'll uh, we'll go into that tune. Okay. I bet he's got he's got, got a lot of, he's got a little good back uh, catalogue for his Jack Love stuff he actually. Does. And now last but not least. This is the kick drum for now. Yeah, just the kick. Oh, I'll skip forward to the first little thirty seconds of kick. Lazy de- lazy producing, maybe. Oh, this is very, yeah, so this is a, uh, a remix that we did. This is probably the second track that me and Tom worked together. It was a remix for Stace Cadet called Molly Happy. That's it. Um, yeah, so this was out on Medium Rare, I believe. Yep. You drum. And this actually probably come together in about a day as well. So, um, so where's this vocal from? That's from uh, the original. So yeah. that's... Stasi, who is obviously star, he's a Stasi and Stace Cadet. Yep. Uh, so this was just pitched down. Yeah, right. Um, basically, his vocal and just pitched it down. So that's on Stony Road. So that's their label, is it? No, this was this was premiered on Stony Road, but this was yep. uh, released on Medium Rare, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this track went to number one, I think. So number one, not the remix, but the original. Yeah, right. Did very well. Um, but yeah, this was a second. Uh, piece of work that me and Tom actually worked on the first one was a remix for The Saboteurs which was like 2013 or something very funky Molly happy you give this a bit of a spin at the old 1-6 I wouldn't I haven't played this track for like a long time (laughs) (laughs) but you know what it goes well like (laughs) Tom's actually someone that brings brings out a lot of older stuff Yep. Um, and I'll be like playing with him sometimes. He'll be like, yeah, I'm going to play this. And I'll be like, nah. And then he'll play <laughs> it and it'll work really well. And he'll be like looking at me going, yeah, yeah, I told you. Yeah, exactly. The better half. Mm. Um, anything that we haven't touched on that you might want to bring up, I guess. Um, we've mentioned most of the big gigs you've got coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, regular at 1-6 on the Sunday nights. You mentioned Saturday. Glamorama. Yeah. Revol- oh, sorry, Saturday nights, 5 till 8. Well, Sunday morning. Glamorama, Revolver. Got Rainbow next year. 
We just got um, a little bit of a. We can't probably just say it yet because it haven't been announced, but uh, we've got another festival that we're booked for next year, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, I think it might be a festival that's a good friend of the pod as well. Yes. Uh, if the, the, the loyal listeners might be able to guess it. Um, give us one up-and-coming artist that the listeners might not know about or haven't seen enough of that they should check out other than uh, Trent Off or Brenton Chan. Uh, Somersault. Somersault. Well, very interesting. You bring up Somersault because in our episode three with Gid Luba, yeah. um, at the end, our feature track is uh, Joseph Connor's Lights remix out. of Somersault Lights Out. Yeah. So um, thanks for the cross-promotion plug there. There you go. That one can be bought on Beatport. I would say, yeah, like uh, Jim's doing some great stuff, uh, obviously Somersault. And uh, Doppel... Um, uh, a guy from Canberra his yep. production's really he's cool he's playing here soon is that right uh, he's think doing a live thing with uh, with Musker at White Noise yep. I believe um, which I just sort of saw and then yeah so those two guys are really really stepping up um, in regards to music in our sort of area I'd say like Pantheon and Made in Paris are really sort of mm-hmm. taking it to another level in Australia and, and, and they're um, yeah pretty exciting and it's good to work with um, with both of them as well, and, and and share some ideas and stuff. So, um, but there's so much good good stuff happening in Australia, yeah. and I feel like we're really getting recognised a lot more. And of and course, we're coming into the summer series uh, events at Revolver yep. as well, which you guys are a big part of. Yeah. Um, now, just to finish up, the final question we have, which I'll ask you the final question, then I'll go to our little tradition whilst you ponder it. Mm-hmm. So, the last question that we have on this each week is if you could ask anyone in the course of history any question living or dead who would you ask and what would the question be now i'll give you some thinking time for that one um whilst you ponder that another weekly tradition we do here on the techno beat is i like to provide a nice little glass of uh i'm sorry a bottle of red that is somehow uh I know, relative to you or your career. <laughs> okay. Now, as I was hunting the shelves again, not sponsored yet, but Jacob's Creek seems like too obvious of an option. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we also know how proud you are of your gingeritis. So <laughs> this one is from McLaren Vale. Yeah. It is the, tell the people. Uh, Red Not Shiraz. McLaren Valley is actually my favourite region at full wine. So there you go. Very the well red knot there. for the red nut. Uh, Wearing the red James Harden jersey. Yeah, look, that looks lovely. And I look forward to uh, having a glass with you. Yes. Um, in terms of the question thing, oh my God, that's such a hard question. Um, uh, I'll think about this for well, a bit. So while he thinks about that, I'll just talk about basketball yeah. for a bit. So <laughs> Philadelphia, uh, he's wearing his James Harden jersey. I should have been more prepared. Philly just uh, had a... A lovely win a couple of days ago. Jimmy Butler, the train's just happened. He hits the buzzer beater. Three-pointer, if you don't mind, in Brooklyn after they lost to Cleveland. They shouldn't be that close. They shouldn't be losing to Cleveland at home. They shouldn't be playing that close against Brooklyn, but they are going to win the championship this year. Get money on them if you think you want to make some. Philly are probably a good bet. That is me being a homer, but don't want to jinx it. Anyway, um, trust the process. What's the question, Mr. Melvin? I would ask the Beatles how they come up with their name. Well... Do you think that answer's probably on the internet somewhere or what? Well, yeah, I can probably find that out. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Google it. <laughs> oh, do we, should we let the people Google it or should... Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'll do something Well, the Beatles, it. so it's... The Beatles is spelt beat as in drum beat, 
music beat. It's not like beat or like the bug, which is yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That's probably a stupid question. Um, um, which, which beat would you ask all of them? Uh, <laughs> Do you have a favourite Beatles track? Uh, probably Hey Jude. Maybe oh, it's yes. a full classic, but Paul McCartney. Uh, he actually played that at Super Bowl when he played there. Yeah. All right, here we go. They both liked Buddy Ho Buddy Holly's rock and roll band of the Crickets. So they named their own band after another rodent, the Beatles. There you go. So it's definitely... <laughs> During the first months of the 60s, they were known as the Beatles, spelled B-E-A-T-A-L-S. They tried other names such as Johnny and the Moondogs, Long John and the Beatles, and after a few gigs, they stuck with the Silver Beatles. So it did have to do with the rodent. Yes. There you <laughs> Eat go. your words, Trent. So there you go. We've, already, we've answered your question. You got another one you want to go with? Uh, I feel like you want me to have <laughs> something insightful. Uh, oh. Trent, where would you like to go for dinner? Uh, uh, is it, is it directed to you? Where would you yeah. like to go for dinner? Yeah. I'm going to the night markets tonight. Oh, okay. Um, no, that's that's good. We can we can we can leave it at that if you want. Or be... Yeah, unless I think of something else a little bit more creative. <laughs> I feel like my brain is like not really working as much now. That's right. The beers have hit you. Yeah, let it be. Let it be. Ah, Julian. Let it be. So uh, just to uh, wrap up though, on Instagram you can find Mr Malmo at Jacob Malmo Music. And I like this little flag you have here. Well, that, what's what, what's the flag? My name is Viking. Uh, that's why I popped it out there, actually. It usually sits no, on the window. Did you really? It usually sits on the window. Oh, I thought I'd put it in front of the TV. The Minnesota Vikings. If you want to talk about sport, actually, the Vikings <laughs> beat Green Bay in the rivalry on Monday night, uh, Sunday night football. I thought that's what I saw you post about. But yes, there you go. They honoured the great Randy Moss, who was one of the biggest influences in my life outside my family. Yep. It was a uh, Green of the Hall of Fame. So it's yep. a good start to the week when Minnesota beat Green Bay and they look like they're going to make the playoffs. And yep. The world's just a happier when yeah. Green Bay lose. Yes. Oh, sorry, when Minnesota win. But that's just me. So, yeah, the Vikings out there. There's a bit of that traction online, isn't there? Yeah, it is. Um, so, I don't know. There are much more sport coming up in the TV <laughs> podcast. Yeah, in the yeah. Year. We'll stick to music Keep for now. In. I get a bit lost. But, um, so, yeah, Jacob Malmo Music on Instagram. Also, you've got an artist page on Facebook. Yep. The Journey Music. Yep, The Journey Music on every other uh, social Sarah media Cloud, platform. Insta, Tom Evans as well. Yep. Catch him at 161, 5 o'clock every week. Mm -hmm. Rainbow, Revolver. We've mentioned everything, anything I've missed. Mama said, Think of Steve's. Yep. Uh, Eugenius, Valiance. Ding, ding, ding. We all I'm over? I'm pretty sure that's uh, wrapped it all up there, Trent. You've done quite no well. One. It's been a pleasure. Two. Three. Ding, ding, ding. Ring the bell. We're all done. Thank you for listening to the TV podcast. Uh, more to come. We've got the feature track coming up now so listen out for all the little uh tidbits behind that one thanks again to producer julian thanks mr Thank malmo you, thanks for the rainbows don't forget the techno love yeah. you all abrogados vamos <laughs> thank you once again to everyone for downloading this week's episode of the techno beat podcast and of course another big thank you to mr jacob malmo for popping in and uh spinning some of his wonderful yarns and journey through the melbourne scene you can find all the Techno Beat podcast episodes on my website, trentoff.com or trentoff.com slash the-tv-podcast. Also on my Trentoff SoundCloud page, there is a playlist which has each of the episodes uh, thus far, which has included Brenton Chan, Gid Luber, Beck Grenfell, Hands Down, Joseph Connor. Plus, there's also a special episode I recorded with my grandma and grandfather, Olive and Bill Bice. There, that was done on Mother's Day earlier this year. 
So that's all on the SoundCloud. You can also subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Share it to your friends. It's great the feedback everyone's been giving. I appreciate it very much. As for now, it's time for our feature artist slash track of the week. Uh, our good friend Julian, the producer of the pod. It's uh, He does great work with us here. He helps everything run so smoothly for me and, uh, and our guests here on the Techno Beat. He is just brought out as part of his Psytrance group called Perspective with his good friend Oscar. A track called Third Eye. If you like uh, that proggy Psytrance, really nice kicks, uh, good just driving side that also opens your mind. This is a track that you really enjoy. So whilst we, uh, we're deviating a bit from the techno, we all know how much, uh, how fun Psy is. And uh, Julian is one of the best in our region at making the stuff at the moment. So here's his latest track. It's Perspective called Third Eye. Also check out the show that those guys do Thursday nights on KISS FM. This week they featured uh, Germany and Denmark. What they do each week is the guys feature a different country from around the world and play the best side from that country. So it's a great way to learn uh, not only new music but also different parts of the world. So big shout to, uh, to the Perspective boys. Thanks to Julian for all his help. Thanks everyone for downloading and listening. Here is Perspective Third Eye.
have a new clarity of vision of life.